The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Happy Wednesday to all y'all out there. Wine back Wednesday. You know, I actually failed y'all yesterday. I was supposed to do a little thing on Twitter Tuesday. I kind of ran out of time. But we're going to talk a little bit about some Twitter today. Yes, we are, because there's some major news there. And it's a much bigger story, actually, I think, in my opinion, than has been reported by a lot of people today. And it's And it's a story that I know that um, you guys involve some issues that you guys have been really concerned about. 888-344-1170 if you would like to be a part of the show. 888-344-1170 if you are watching and commenting via Facebook Live. I always uh, read the comments there and try to find some little bit of time in the show to to, uh, share those. Because you guys really have all the wisdom out there. And I just appreciate you guys so very much in being part of the show. And you know who else I appreciate? DJ Carrot Sticks. This is original carrot, carrot stick professional grade. Oh, you think you're fancy? What? That was, you think you fancy, baby? That was a fancy little intro you put together there. We fancy. We fancy? Does station management know how much time you spent working on that today? <laughs> Getting that ready? It was on my break. Ooh, oh, it was. Okay. That's how well, much I care uh, about the show. I do it on my time off, even. Yeah, well, we got a great show for you guys. We've got my buddy Don Jans is going to be back to talk about all the different stories of the day. And then a little bit of a controversial guest coming up later on in the show because it's Travis Allen, state assemblyman, still running for governor. Should he still be running for governor of California? We're going to pose that question to him as well as talk about other issues uh, with him. And uh, let's start, though, with um, free speech because... Um, A big story broke today, and I got to thinking about how pretty much every story that I was prepared to talk about today had an element of the left uh, with the attitude of free speech for me, but not for thee, okay? You look at everything that they've been doing in in the left, and, and I've said many times that liberalism is about control, and it's also about discrimination. It's about the unequal application of laws and unequal application of standards and actually everything under the false quest for equality. Um, Today we had a ruling from a federal judge and also another through line of every story we have is the weaponization of our systems in this country. And you see the extent of which the left is fighting for the preservation of the weaponizing and the preservation of institutions, not the preservation of the rule of law and the Constitution, even though they're constantly trying to yammer at us about the rule of law. So uh, we know that the courts have been weaponized for a while and they've been particularly active since President Trump took office. So today there was a ruling by a federal judge who actually said, oh, nobody is above the rule of law when he came out with his ruling as the federal judge proceeded to trample the rule of law in the U.S. Constitution by legislating from the bench. Uh, This federal judge came out today and he ruled against President Trump in a ruling uh, that involved somebody filed a lawsuit against President Trump for saying that he was violating people's First Amendment rights and free speech when he blocks them on Twitter. 
Uh, this federal judge went on to say that he is a public official. He's using Twitter as an official communication. And to to block means that he is violating people's free speech rights. So there are so many implications from this, far-reaching implications, which is why this is a far more important story than I think has been given credit and why I even started the show with this. We're going to talk a little bit about updates with the Mueller investigation when we go to Don Jans. Um, I wonder what makes it what makes it an official communication. That's a good question. What what de- define where is it defined what a public official is? Because because this ha- and and define official communication. Because how many other people in in official capacity are using social media accounts mm-hmm. and they're free to block me? They're free to block everybody else. You think uh, you know you know um, for example. I would love to have communications with Rod Rosenstein and Jeff Sessions. They probably have Comey, we found out, had social media. Almost all, all the Congress people, including the Democrats. How many? Does this now mean that Nancy Pelosi has to unblock everybody that she's blocked? She's a public official. And why is it? Does this now mean, is this just just uh, to Twitter? If we're going to sure. say that you can't block somebody, no, a, a public official can't block somebody on Twitter, then that must mean that every public official can't block anybody. And it must mean that they can't block everybody on any social media. Now this has implications for Facebook and for uh, Instagram and all of them. But then you got to ask, okay, so, well, wait a second. How come we've got conservative sites... Because Twitter is, is, is a free market enterprise, a free, it's a privately held company. They've got the right to set up terms of service, which brings me to my next point. Uh, when President Trump ran for office, it, did they modify his terms of service when he set up this account to say, hey, wait a second, you're now setting up this account as a public official when he changed it to POTUS? And when, when Obama was president, was he allowed to, to block people? So what, did they change his terms of service? Because when, when, isn't that a violation of Donald Trump's rights? That they're changing the terms of service on him after he's already been engaging and communicating with people? And in terms of, and, and in terms of, of free speech, isn't his free speech now being denied? Because doesn't free speech entitle you the right to not speak to somebody? Am I now obligated to have to have a conversation with somebody if I, if I become a public official? And as a public official... Just, just relegated to government. They're public officials in, in a variety of different capacities out there. Then it could be argued that celebrities as well are using, or any business that's using a social media account to conduct a business then is required and using it in an official capacity is now required to have communications with people. So you can see that this has far-reaching implications, but most importantly, the biggest implication is the double standard. It's the fact that, well... I think they're all probably equal big implications. But when you've got a a judge legislating from the bench and basically, and he's legislating from the bench because he's basically implementing regulations on a business. That's the same thing as deciding that a business uh, has to... um, pay people a certain wage. He, this judge is regulating speech and he's regulating a business and he does not have the authority to do that. But then the most important implication for this is the double standard with the fact that we've got conservatives all day long in their official capacity, their businesses being silenced or even as individuals being silenced. How many, look, I don't think Milo Yiannopoulos, I don't think his Twitter account's ever been, ever been completely restored. If at all, 
And you look at Diamond and Silk. When they spoke before Congress, did Congress give them any relief to the fact that Facebook singled them out and discriminated against them and, and declared them unsafe to the community? No. What did Congress do? Chastise them. These Democrats actually chastised them for having the gall to try to monetize their business. That was them in an official capacity setting up, under, according to terms of service, and Facebook shut them down and minimized, we've got shadow banning going on, we've got the deactivation, we've got different sets of rules, we've basically got Facebook and Twitter and YouTube all shutting down conservative speech, and we're getting no relief for it. So in my opinion, uh, President Trump has been discriminated against, we've got a judge legislating from the bench, and we've got conservatives and their free speech being shut down. And then you've got to look at the, at the other big free speech story of the day. We've got Tommy Lahren, a conservative gal, physically attacked in a restaurant while she was at brunch with her parents, physically attacked. And why? Because of words that she uses. And I literally, the hate that has been spewed at her for her speech. It's, it's absolutely appalling. And on top of it, you literally see, if you go at, over to Twitter, hashtag Tommy, there is nobody shutting down the hate speech of these people and what they're saying that, uh, what they're saying that should have been thrown at her and justifying. The same people that are defending MS-13 today for being called animals, still defending MS-13, who chops people up with machetes, are celebrating the animal behavior of, against a conservative woman and actually celebrating that she was physically attacked for her speech. And they're saying that free speech doesn't entitle you to just, if you, uh, I I actually retweeted a, a tweet from somebody today who said free speech doesn't come without repercussions. Free speech means free. It means that you have the right to say what you want to say without repercussion. That's why Louis Farrakhan doesn't have conservatives going up throwing anything at him. For his speech. Who do we see attacking people for their speech? We see it on the part of the left. Antifa throwing eggs at women for trying to go into a Trump rally. We heard the, the Clinton campaign, thanks to um, uh, James O'Keefe's outfit, it was the Clinton campaign that was literally inciting riots in the Trump campaign. And everything that's gone on, we also saw, we also saw under the Obama administration the IRS that was weaponized to shut down the speech of conservative and Tea Party groups. And everything involved with this Mueller investigation is all meant, the weaponizing of the FBI and the DOJ is all meant to shut down political opposition and speech. And then worse, not to shut it down, but criminalize people for it. That's where we're going. Everything that on the part of the left right now is an attempt to shut us down and violate our free speech rights. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure, at least I would hope this would be on an appeal, but I'm wondering where is the class action lawsuit on the part of conservatives for our violations of our free speech rights? And I really wish that Tommy Lahren had called the cops and had and pressed charges against that person who assaulted her. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this discussion on the other side of the break with Don Jans. Did y'all hear about a revolution coming out of Hollywood? There's lots of stuff. Lots of stink coming out of Hollywood today. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit little bit about a stink going on out of Hollywood later on in the show. 888-344-1170 if you want to be a part of the show. Don't go anywhere. More Andrea K. Show coming back. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Want a chance to win tickets and more for you and three members of your family to attend Celebrate Freedom this year? The largest one-day music festival in the country. It'll be held June 30th in Dallas again. And the contest is not only for four VIP seating passes in front of the stage, but platform passes to meet and greet where you'll be introduced to a Celebrate Freedom artist, round-trip airfare, and a two-night hotel stay for all of you. Plus, special Celebrate Freedom memorabilia, including a guitar or ukulele signed by seven of the performing artists. This is a fantastic, fun family getaway you'll remember forever. Now, to give your family a better chance of winning, one family member a day can sign up at am1170theanswer.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. The Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes from your friends at AM1170 The Answer. Go to am1170theanswer.com to enter and see complete sweepstakes rules. Stand back while I celebrate freedom. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of you just like we did larry's friends and family thanks buddy for the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you call aaron at california deluxe windows ask about getting 20 percent off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing that's california deluxe windows 888 new windows 888 new windows he will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one cslb number 774518 some restrictions apply Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much, but I do enjoy the activities and there's a nice variety so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. 
1170. The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I'm kind of curious from you guys out there. Uh, the NFL has come out and said, new policy. The players are either going to stand for the anthem or they got to stay in the clubhouse. Stay in the locker room or, or whatever they call it. Now, the interesting thing to that story is that if they kneel during the anthem, the team will get fined for that. And some people are saying, I think the Jets coach has even come out and said that, well, he'll just pay the fine for the players. So I'm not exactly sure what this is going to accomplish, but I think it might do a lot. And my question for you guys, in fact, I even have a poll, speaking of Twitter, I have a poll question over there on Twitter. Will you guys start watching NFL games now? Those of you who boycotted the NFL, will you go back to watching games? What are your thoughts on this this and any other subject? Give me a call, 888-344-1170. Joining me now, my buddy who who is, uh, I call on him to talk about all things related to tyranny. It's Don Jans. In fact, he wrote the book on it, The Road to Tyranny. Hi, Don. Welcome back to the show. Hi, thanks. My vote on that is no. Okay. Well, I think that they're hoping they're going to bring some people back. I think that uh, it's not, I don't think they're going to bring back near as many people as they think they are. I think for one reason that once you kind of get out of kind of the habit of watching and you can, it's kind of like once you, you quit smoking cigarettes or cut out sugar or whatever, you kind of lose the craving. Right, right. And all of a sudden they found out that it, that's not the end all. And, and what it does, I think what it proves is that we, the American people, still have a tremendous, tremendous amount of clout, and um, yes. uh, uh, we, 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 have to, we can't forget that. So put me down as a no. Well, yeah, I, you're right. I'm, I'm, it does prove that American people have a lot of clout. It also proves that the left has been wrong about the extent and in, in the amount of American people out there that have not been brainwashed and indoctrinated into socialism and Marxism. And I found some Burgess Owens had some great comments today on, um, I think it was on Neil Cavuto. He said that the NFL had permanently, I don't know if he used the word permanently, he said, but they had damaged the brand of the NFL by pushing their globalist, socialist, Marxist agenda. And, you know, I think that, I think that they, I will add permanently damaged because this is a minor, and especially now when you've got NFL owners or team like the Jets, I don't know how many would do this. Well, we'll just pay the fines anyway. Well, you know, keep going. See, that this is why they're not going to bring anybody back because this is this is a, a half measure that isn't genuine. The the NFL has been exposed for who they really are, and the American people aren't on board with that. Um, That's correct. Yeah. So um, in terms of before the break, I was talking about all the different ways in which the left has been attacking our free speech. Today, we had a, a judge... Uh, our courts have been weaponized. It's a critical aspect of taking us over from within. There is no rule of law. And under the phony guise of rule of law, this federal judge decided to trample the Constitution, legislate from the bench, and deny President Trump his free speech rights, um, as well as deny the rights of a business and a free enterprise by stepping in and saying that President Trump doesn't have the right to block who he wants on Twitter, even though the terms of service that he signed didn't change. So this judge doesn't have any right to to impose that restriction on President Trump, not to mention the fact that it denies his free speech rights because that includes the right to not speak to somebody. Absolutely. And, and so here you have a judge that is that is, has, has violated virtually every every principle upon which we were founded, specifically um, uh, rule of law and separation of uh, powers, d- divided government. 
why 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 does he have the right to say that to Trump? Why it, it, when when a congressman doesn't? Right. So, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're three separate we're three separate branches of government, and one is infringing his right on on another branch. And our our, our founder said, if you allow this to happen, your government's not going to last very long. And um, uh, we, we've seen this though. We've seen this every constantly, especially since uh, the Trump election, where the where the um, court system has totally overstepped their bounds. And when you consolidate power in any one branch or any or any smaller area, you are just inviting tyranny. And You're that's absolutely inviting. It. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm glad you, you mentioned that because I have asserted that this that the whole Mueller investigation and this coup attempt is not really about uh, just the fact that they won't. And, and I kind of cringe when I hear people say they just don't want to accept the outcome of the election. Uh, that's 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 the symptom to the problem. Really, right. what, the reason why they don't want to accept it is because it, when Trump said on on the day of the inauguration, "Today's the day we return the government back to the people," uh, that that is is the biggest threat to the deep state. And on top of it, they really had amassed all the power into the Department of Justice. That's where all the power base lies in government. And this is about hamstringing and cutting the executive branch off at the knees so that they can, behind the scenes, unbeknownst to us, in the the thick of night, control our country. Because you looked at the degree with which they have controlled everything, consolidated power, consolidated money, covered up, covering up crimes of elected officials. That's where the power base is. And Trump was absolutely a threat to that. And you see the extent of which, and they're outing themselves every time they say, oh, Trump is attacking the FBI. He's attacking uh, the institutions. They continue to double down and prove that what they care about is the preservation of institutions and government, not about the U.S. Constitution. Tomorrow they were supposed to be a big meeting, a big powwow, to where, you know, Rosenstein and others are supposed to be finally showing the documentation to Congress who has oversight. They're supposed to have... The Department of Justice is not one of the one of the three branches of a government. They don't have the right to decide what our Congress knows. We are supposed to have a system of law based on probable cause. You're not supposed to be investigating and getting warrants to spy on Americans without probable cause. They continue to refuse to hand over documents. They continue to hand over what they do hand over is redacted. And Chuck Grassley's had enough of it. He said, we're not yes. going to continue to take these redacted documents. They're hiding behind false redactions, saying it's classified. And Grassley says today, one example of, of unexplained redactions, when he finally got some redactions removed, one involved the fact that Andrew McCabe had spent $70,000 on a conference table. This ain't about hiding classified information for the protection of national security. This is about protecting the deep state and criminals like Strzok and Page and Obama because the text messages mentioned the White House is running this. And it, it, it goes deeper than that, in my estimation, Angela. We were, we were a very, very unique nation when we were founded. Very, very unique. We said that we, the people, are going to be the sovereign. That means we control. That means we the, we're the rulers. That means we're the king. We're the emperor. We're the czar. And when we, when we signed the, de- or when we started the Declaration of Independence and we wrote, we wrote in the preamble, we, the people, that is written just as if it were me, the king. That, that's that big language and the big font and so forth. That's what it means. Now, we, as, as a sovereign, we have the right to know absolutely everything. Nobody can hold anything from us. 
We're the sovereign. Yeah. We, we have people, we have people that we've elected to represent us in our government because otherwise it's just too unwieldy. So right. we were set up as a republic. Now we have the executive branch, the Department of Justice, the FBI saying, hey, sovereign, you no longer are sovereign. We're going to tell you what we're going to show you. Mm -hmm. You tell me what Peter the Great would have done if somebody had done that to him. Yeah. So what we are, what we are is we're no longer a nation where the people are the sovereign. And anytime the people are not the sovereign, what you have, in fact, is you have a tyrannical or, or a dictator. Yeah. So we call them what you want, but it's a dictatorship. And, what, and that's what we, that's, we're getting with the Department of Justice and the FBI, Andrea. Yeah. And, and, and I get so frustrated because I, you know, I see today in this Long Island meeting, big powwow about MS-13, and I see Rod Rosenstein sitting there. There is absolutely no excuse for for the one of the people who signed a FISA warrant that was based upon lies and smears that basically enabled Hillary Clinton to spy on the opposition party by having paid for a smear file that was not validated, not verified, and a FISA court lied to, that that man continued to, to be the acting attorney general of the United States. The man who was stonewalling, who was obstructing justice and refusing to hand over information. And there's also no excuse for why the investigation into all of that has been handed to an inspector general who doesn't even have subpoena power or any power to actually interrogate anybody involved. We have that's correct. We have the invest. We have the investee investigatees investigating themselves. We have the criminals and the crooks investigating themselves. And you know, yeah. I, and I don't know if you've heard of this Q phenomenon and this supposed Q character. Um, but you know, I've got all these friends of mine telling me, you just got to trust the plan. You know, Jeff Sessions is sitting on 29,000 indictments and I'm thinking, you know what, that, that doesn't jive with reality to me. The reality to me is there's too much entrenched power in the department of justice and I'm not seeing it being routed out. No. And, and, and if he's sitting on them, what good do they do? Well, right. And how do you even sit on indictments? Because according to our court system, you know, you don't get indictments until you've gone through a legal process that involves the grand jury, in which case, you know, uh, and then, you know, once you get an indictment approved or whatever, you, you then follow up on it. I mean, it's like, so none of it yeah. even makes sense to me. I don't really know. In the minute we have left, how do you see this playing out? Well, I think the House of Cards is going to have to fall. Um, uh, I, I really do. I think that, I think we're going to, and, but I don't know how that's going to play out when the House of Cards falls because when it does, uh, I don't think we, we we're going to have to have a different Attorney General. We have to have somebody with some courage. And yeah. Jeff Sessions is going to have to go. Yeah. We're going to have to have. We're, I don't know if Ray is strong enough in the in the uh, FBI, but we're going to have to have a true statesman. On, uh, if we have true statesmen stand up. We have true statesmen stand up. Uh, then, then I think we can come through it. But yeah. as long as as long as we have the faith in the political party, and we have the dedication to the political parties, and not to our government, not to our freedom and our independence, then 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 I I don't see I don't see much hope, Andrea. It, it's going to have to. It's going to take a complete change yeah. in the in the and and here's the hope. Here's here's the thing. We know that there's about sixty percent at least 60% of the people that truly don't have any concept of what's going on within our, within our, um, our government, how it's supposed to work. Uh, they, they, they just go merrily on their way. Right. If, if 
it comes about and it's so blatant that that at least 30% of that 60% become involved, then I think we have a chance. Well, I'm hoping that people will get involved because, you know, our, our literally our country is at stake. Uh, Don Jans. Uh, yeah. I want to say one thing. Okay. If, 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 and I can't encourage people enough to go to Amazon or go to my website and get the book, The Road to Tyranny, because so much of this is laid out mm-hmm. within that book. Yeah. And, 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 and it's so much of it is, is, is I didn't realize that I was a fortune teller in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, but, but you brought it in. Yeah. And, and we, we have to be aware of it. We have to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to step up and say, no, we will be sovereign. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to take a real people. Well, ignorance is bliss. And you know what? We can't stay in a state of ignorance or we will lose our country forever. And everybody does need to read that book. Don Jans, author of the book Road to Tyranny. Thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, all right. Got to go to the phones real quick before we take a break. Uh, Steve from Illinois is on the phone. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the Andrew K. Show. Howdy do. Hi. Um, What's your, I, I, we've I, got I want about you to one hear minute. This out real quick. Okay. Now, you, you were talking about the First Amendment. Okay. The right or freedom of speech. I want to throw this out here and have you, have you think about this. Okay. You have a freedom of speech. That means you have the right to say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But in order to have a liberty, it takes two things. It takes the freedom and morality. For example, if you go into a theater and you scream fire, do you have the liberty or the freedom to go in and scream fire? Sure, you have the freedom to. But the morality of doing that could cause somebody harm. So the First Amendment, our freedom of speech, has a a thing in there called morality. And you can be held accountable for bad freedom of speech as well. How so? Because who gets to decide what what morality is? Um, So that's, and and I know the left wants to push for hate speech legislation so that they've got the right to decide what is immoral. In fact, that's one of the things we're contending with here in California because AB 2943 seeks to basically criminalize Christianity and and the yeah. the speech of Christians, if uh, there's any transaction that involves the book sale, conference speech, et cetera, of anything that, that basically transmits the traditional uh, Christian views on sex. So you know, right. um, I, I, what, I, what, I you, what you can do all right, here here in order to find out, everybody has a right. You have a right to speech. You have a right to do whatever you want until you violate somebody else's rights. The only way you can tell if somebody violated somebody else's rights is you take to, you take that person to court and prove that your rights were violated. Well, See, I, that's what I'm yeah. saying is you go into a theater and scream fire and everybody runs out and people get hurt. You're going to be held responsible for your freedom to scream fire. Yeah, but that's really like the you, only that I, I think because that one exception to freedom of speech um, because of that one exception, which involves public safety, people want to then, and this is right. why I have a concern about that. People then want to, yes, you know, it yes. becomes a slippery slope to where people think that then exactly. there should be greater infringements on on freedom of speech. Freedom of speech exactly. to me means means free, and that's why I will argue all day long for Farrakhan's right to be to be racist and all the, you know, um, evil, horrible 
things, even the people that shouted and said ugly things to Tommy Lahren. It was when they got physical with her in a restaurant that I think she should have pressed yeah. charges because that's a physical assault. I totally assault. agree. Totally. Yeah. Now, um, I, I got to leave it there. I am so backed up, Steve, against a break. I'm okay. minutes over, so I got to okay. take it to a break, but awesome. I really appreciate your call. Thank you so much. V- really good insight. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much. All right. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we got more topics to get to on the other side. Guess, guess what award got handed out today? Guess what award got handed out today? A key. Yeah, a key. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom, has become the new ACLU in my view. They are the go-to organization to protect, preserve, promote First Amendment freedoms across the United States. I've partnered with ADF for over a decade now. That's why I was disturbed to learn that they have been removed from Amazon's Smile program. That Smile program allows you to designate a charity of your choice to benefit from a small portion of your purchase on Amazon. ADF, see them online at adflegal.org, is donor-supported. So they could very much benefit from that income stream. So why were they disqualified? Amazon has been leaning on the work of the Southern Poverty Law Center to determine who is and is not eligible for the SMILE program. The SPLC has become little more than a fringe group of the left, though. It is not to be trusted. It's the SPLC that should be dumped. Amazon should shift course and shift course today. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Just under one million signatures. Repealing the Democrats' gas tax will be on the ballot. We are at a tipping point. Voters are realizing the Democrats have broken our great state. Today's Republican Party is the party of opportunity, and we will fix it. My name is John Horst. I am running for Congress, and I approve this message because we will make America great again, and we will make California golden again. Please visit John Horst for Congress to learn more. Paid for by John Horst for Congress. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. 
Welcome back to the Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to be a part of the show, hey, you're going to start back up watching them NFL games now that they uh, got a stand for the anthem. Uh, joining me now is uh, Assemblyman Travis Allen, who is candidate for governor here in California, and I'm glad to have him back on the show. It's been a while. Hey, Travis, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me on. Okay, um, well, uh, got to start with the most important question, because now that President Trump has uh, thrown his support behind John Cox, people are asking and whether or not you should stay in the race. How, how do you answer? Absolutely, I'm going to stay in the race. We're going to win this race. Look, you know, unfortunately, um, you know, the president made the wrong decision. As you well know, I'm the only person in the race that voted for, supported, even wrote op-eds in favor of the Republican nominee for President Donald Trump. Uh, this other guy, John Cox, you know, he's a failed politician from Chicago, ran for president of the United States, U.S. Senate, U.S. Congress, even county clerk recorder in Illinois, and lost every single time. And he was a never-Trumper. So you got to, you know, you voted for a guy called Gary Johnson who believes in legalized drugs, legalized prostitution, open borders, and he's pro-choice as well. So you can imagine I was as surprised as anyone to see this endorsement. But, you know, the president has a track record, actually, of doing some, uh, you know, establishment endorsements. You remember the uh, Luther Strange endorsement in Alabama? And I'll tell you right now that this was yet another strange endorsement. Well, but uh, it didn't phase our supporters at all, and, and we are as strong as ever. Uh, our internal polling actually has us up by a point over John Cox uh, to be in that number two spot to face off against Gavin Newsom. So we are going strong. Well, here's the, th- here's the problem that we've got here in California is that we've got a top two situation. And if we split the vote, we could end up in a, in a situation where we end up with, with Democrats and we end up with no Republican at all. Uh, so, you know, that's what a lot of people are concerned about. And I've got to give you a chance to, to, to answer your, your critics. Um, because I had really, yeah. really wanted to have you and John Cox on and, and, and have a debate between the two of you. So that didn't work out. So, um, but I think answering your critics, cause it's easy for somebody to come on and say, I'm for, you know, this, I'm for that, uh, you know, but it's really about answering your critics at this point. Um, because, well, sure. well, well it's yeah, because about energizing all of our supporters. So I am up for any debate with John Cox at any time. As you know, I, I've beaten him on every debate stage we've ever participated in, including the most recent NBC statewide debate. And, you know, here's the thing. The thing is, is that a lot of people have been talking about this top two system with so much fear in their voice. Remember, it's not about the top two. It's not about just getting a Republican in the general. It's about winning and becoming the next governor of the state of California. So, yes, in order to do that, we've got to be in the top two. But what is most important is we get the right candidate in the top two, the candidate that can actually beat Gavin Newsom and the California Democrats. Right. And I'll tell you right now, if you talk to any of John Cox's supporters – there are very few of them that actually believe that he could ever beat Gavin Newsom because the simple truth is, is he cannot. There's well, why would they, why would they support him? Well, then why would they support him if they don't think that he can beat Gavin Newsom? And let me ask you, uh, uh, answer that question. I know the, the criticisms of Cox is that he's from Chicago, that he didn't vote for Trump, that he wrote a book in 2006 where he, he didn't support the border wall. The, you know, the criticisms of you is that you started a gas tax initiative that was separate from the one by others and that you used that money uh, for your gu- gubernatorial, gubernatorial race. Absolutely not true. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, a, that's a complete lie. Look, this has been spread by Carl DeMaio and John Cox, because, of course, John Cox gave him $250,000 to buy his way into the repeal of the gas tax. The truth of the matter is I, was, I started the original repeal of the gas tax, and I called Carl DeMaio and invited him to join on. But Carl would have none of it because he wanted to have his own name on it. So, you know, we did, we did offer that, and he turned us down. And I said, you know, fine, you do yours, I'll do mine. That's no big deal. And as you know, I fought the attorney general in six months uh, in court 
over a deceptive title and summary. When we finally, we beat him in Superior Court, and the appellate court overturned the decision, and the Supreme Court wouldn't even hear our case, which essentially means the Attorney General now has carte blanche to lie to the voters of California. So the fight does not end, though, because as soon as I decided that we didn't want to keep on fighting in court, I joined with the other effort uh, with Howard Jarvis Taxpayer Association, gathered thousands of signatures for them, and, and brought tens of thousands of volunteers. In addition, we received a, a contribution from one of my donors for $300,000. And we use this, of course, to promote more um, of the signature gathering for the repeal of the gas tax and also to build awareness to defeat this gas tax in November. Now, I was accused by DeMaio and Cox of somehow using this money for other than that purpose. Mm -hmm. The first thing to say is, number one, I did not. And number two, that is illegal. That's a criminal act. And uh, you, just because John Cox has been trying to sue me, uh, because, you know, he's been, that, that's his tool, is he, he wants to try to sue people. Um, no, there's absolutely no truth to it. All it's right. a criminal act, and Other, I would never uh, break the law. Okay, got to so get it, into a couple. completely false. Right, excuse me for interrupting, but we're, we're on limited time. So the other, uh, the other criticisms of you is that you have not voted for some, uh, in the Assembly, for some critical initiatives, that you did not uh, vote against driver's license for illegals. Another another lie. I mean, this this is the problem with John Cox. Is literally he's lying, John Cox. All this guy could do is lie about my record. You know, he's also said that he's pro life, and of course he's not pro life. So the the thing is, is yes, I, I did vote against illegal driver's license. There's no reason somebody who come to our state illegally should ever get a driver's license. And of course, I voted no against it. Um, and you can look at that up. It's on votesmart.com or any of the online things. I voted no. Uh, that absolutely not. Illegal immigrants should not get driver's licenses. And as it relates to the pro-life, you know, John Cox is also trying to say uh, lie about that as well. You know, I am the only candidate in the race that actually has a pro-life voting record where I have voted you know, to respect life in California. John Cox has never voted because he's never been elected. And when it came down to elections, he has only supported pro-choice candidates. You know, he voted for Jimmy Carter and he voted for Gary Johnson, who are both definitely pro-choice. So, so the voters are listening right now and they're hearing to, you know, uh, two different guys saying two different things and, you know, competing versions of stories. How, how are the voters supposed to know what to, what to think and who to vote for? You know, it's very simple. Go research yourself on the internet. Everything that I said is all easily verifiable. You know, I'm the only conservative in the race. I'm the only one that actually has a real vote record that you can look up. John Cox has never been elected. And so all he's doing is, is basically saying things and writing checks to people. That's how he's able to get this endorsement of Trump. Uh, he got it through the endorsement of Kevin McCarthy, who he had paid money to, um, you know, to, to essentially secure all of the Republican uh, establishment endorsements. This is the same thing that Meg Whitman tried to do in 2010, the same thing that Neil Kashkari tried to do in 2014. It is the establishment elites trying to decide what's best for Republicans. They have been losing track of it. They haven't won a real race in 20 years because I don't count Arnold Schwarzenegger. As, as a real Republican, he was a Republican right. for a year and then he turned into a Democrat. Well, that's but because he always was. Well, because, you know, yeah. um, you know, you cannot be there is no such thing as being fiscally conservative and socially liberal because it's the social liberal policies like open borders. Uh, we've now got a, a, a push to provide free health care insurance to illegals in the, in the state. We've got the sanctuary state status. 
uh, you know, you, you know, the entitlement programs of the left, you know, are, are what are killing. We've got what one point five trillion dollars in debt, and they want to add three billion dollars a year more by providing uh, health care yep. to yep. illegals. And, so, and, and it gets worse now. They want to give them their earned income tax credit as well, and they want to allow people who are here illegally to get business licenses when they're not even legal to work. I mean, yeah. this is what the Democrats are doing. And so when John Cox flip flops on the wall, you know, he tells you in his book that he's against the wall. When he ran for president unsuccessfully in 2007, he said he parted company with people that wanted to build a wall. And as early, or actually as late as just January this year, he was talking to Univision on Hispanic media and to Latino audiences. He said he was not in favor of the wall. And now he says he's for it. So you know, these people that flip flop, we know exactly what we can expect from them. Right. And you had asked Travis, you know, how do we know what you're saying is true? Look, don't even take my word for it. Go research it yourself. Everything is on votesmart.org or all of the other online vote cards. You can see all of my votes for the last six years, all of my op-eds, all of my speeches, media appearances, all of my social media posts to join Travis Allen on Facebook. I am the most conservative member of the California legislature. I'm the most conservative Republican in the California state legislature for a reason. So when Cox is trying to mischaracterize this and lie to people, you just got to go to the record. Well, I think very quickly. Yeah. Well, there's one person that raises the conservative. Well, I'm going to have to leave it there, but I agree with you. I think what everybody needs to do is they need to go and do their own research and figure this out for themselves. And, you know, Absolutely. and therein, therein will lie the answer. And then people can, can decide, you know, who, who they want to support in this race. So, uh, Travis, yeah, Allen, thank, you so, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Guys, thanks so much. And remember, we got to beat the Democrats. We actually need somebody that can beat the Democrats. Find me online at jointtravisallen.com and Facebook at Joint Travis Allen. Let's take back California. All right. Thank you, Travis. I appreciate it. Now, you Andrea K. Show listeners, don't go anywhere. We got the final segment of the AK Show coming back. 888-344-1170 if you would like like to chime in. What do you guys think? Who do you support in this race in San Diego? Do you, do you think Travis Allen should drop out or do you uh, support him? Do you support John Cox? I'm curious as to what you guys think about that. All right, uh, and with that, we're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Right now, thousands of children in developing countries are condemned to a life of poverty because they lack an education. In fact, half of all Haitian children are growing up illiterate. Why? Because families earning less than $2 a day can't spare money for school supplies. They need every penny for survival. But there is an answer. Cross International. They work with Christian schools in countries like Haiti to provide education, breaking the cycle of poverty. By supporting Cross International's Divine Shelter School Network, you'll provide a Christian scholarship and the gospel to a child for just $88. That scholarship, created in your family's name, helps a child attend quality Christian classes. For just $22 more, you'll also provide food to that child. Would you please gift a scholarship for a needy child with a one-time gift of $88 or $110 and provide a hot meal every school day? We need your help now. Call 1-866-843-9500 or online at am1170theanswer.com. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad? Does it attacks belly fat? Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. 
Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea Kay Show, 888-344-1170. Lots of action happening up in Hollywood today. Um, one thing that happened was there was a big round table. Talking about a revolution. Wasn't there a song by the Beatles? I was never a big fan of the Beatles music, by the way. Say you want a revolution, well, you know. That's that's the extent of the the lyrics that I know of that song. Because by then I'm usually changing the channel when the Beatles come on. You know, like a smooth groove. Speaking speaking of less than smooth, so there was these. Uh, they're starting a revolution here. Uh, six top TV stars, of which five names I don't even recognize. Uh, some people named Claire Foy, never heard of her. Elizabeth Moss, who? Sandra Oh, uh, Tandy Newton. I mean, who are these people? Of course, they're yammering about wanting equal pay because nobody's ever heard of these people. If they don't, if they don't, if they don't demand. It ain't going to be based on their body of work. I'll put it that way because I don't even know who these people are. But they had a roundtable today talking about they got to get themselves some equal pay. Gender pay parity. Hey, wait a second. Maybe you ladies hadn't heard that the left says there's no such thing as gender. You get to choose. So maybe if you want to get paid more, just just call yourself a dude. Change your and and by the way, Tandy is that even that could that could go either way. So you're already halfway there, lady, uh, man, Mister, uh, you know Maggie. Oh, I know who Maggie Gyllenhaal is. I've heard of her mainly because I know her brother. Uh, was in Brokeback Mountain. Okay, so maybe you need to just cut your hair and pretend that you're the brother who's actually done some phenomenal work. Uh, Here's the reality on getting paid equally. What do you ladies, if you really want equal pay in the industry, maybe you should demand that the cameramen get paid as much as you. Because you know what? While you're sitting in the trailer, they're standing on their feet, getting the shots ready for you, ready for you to prance out, okay? If you want some equal pay. And how is it going to be based on? Because most of you women, if you really wanted to be equal pay, you should you should make sure that you're being paid equally. How do you, Are you uh, memorizing the same amount of words in the script like the men are that, are that are your co-stars? Do you have the same amount of on-screen, on-camera time? If you really want it to be equal, it should be equal. And if you guys really cared about equality, then your makeup gals, the gals who stand on their feet doing your hair and makeup will be paid the same. The camera people, the craft service people, the grips, the uh, gaffers will all be paid the same. But that's not really what you want, right? Because that's never what, what true equality. Because you are part of the mindset that thinks that the elites should always be paid more and not have to suffer under the weight of the little guy. Uh, speaking, oh, and they were also talking about on-screen nudity, which brings us to the next story out of Hollywood today. Speaking of nudity, uh, it's Stormy Daniels Day. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah. Um, did you have a clip that you wanted to play for that young man? The community of West Hollywood was founded more than three decades ago on the principle that everyone should be treated with dignity and fairness and decency. That's right. And this community has a history of standing up to bullies and speaking truth to power, and I'm so very, very lucky to be a part of it. it what? Oh, it, they called her the modern-day Lady Godiva. <laughs> Did Lady Godiva, didn't she ride around on her horse ne- naked? 
Well, yeah, that's the one thing they had in common. They're yeah. But let's talk about West Hollywood. Since when was West Hollywood about about anything related to equality and funding? Wasn't hasn't Hollywood weren't they the ones that forced their their uh, their actors to be in the closet and the gay people like um, all the gay actors? I can't even remember some of the names right now because they were they were forced into the closet. But oh, by the way, you know what? It's not West Hollywood that should be doing a Stormy Daniels Day. It's North Hollywood in the Valley where they film the the actual porn productions. It's also known as NoHo. So really, I think it'd be fitting if she got the key to NoHo. That's my commentary on her today. Wink, wink with a NoHo. Hey, I'm going to be right back here the tomorrow Andrea night. The show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.